0: Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host.
1: I'm Mike, the favorite host.
0: Wow, this bum ass here. (laughs) You
1: P.O.S.
0: Mike. You good now?
1: Man,
0: just keep talking. As Mike uh Handles things in the background Because he sucks Uh, This week We are joined by Mr. Thaddeus Wayne Jones Jr. I knew the first name I did not know the last (laughs) What's going on brother? Thank y'all for having me So this week we got uh, a dope show We got a couple new things going on in the show Some stuff we trying out right quick Show over Uh, (laughs) Uh, some some stuff we trying out this week. Um, so this this week we're going to start a new segment where we kind of catch you up on the past two weeks of news, since we
1: are a biweekly show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lowest stars in the building, trolling us while moderating as usual. Um,
0: we haven't come up with a name with it yet. At first it was going to be like, in case you missed it, then I was, was like, nice to then right? I was like, your black news, <laughs> your black news. <laughs> I don't assume <laughs> Yeah It was like Black News in 10 news I, I don't one. know News <laughs> 1 <laughs> Yeah um, So we're gonna be Trying that out this week oh, We're also gonna be Talking about uh, A lot of things Going on in film uh, The representation In film For some reason We're talking about These Tyler Perry things no, Tyler Perry stuff A week later Two weeks later A
1: filmmaker In the building To talk about How he feel about Tyler Perry's films And stuff And if it helped If they help, or help hurt the culture In his opinion
2: hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Who's the fuck? Oh, it's it's
0: me. Cool. All black people should love Tyler Perry (laughs) for everything he's done for us. Mm, No. How dare you? (laughs) Mm, No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Leave us, you betrayer. Um, I'm gonna need him to get some better wigs. Hey.
3: (laughs) That's the shade right there. Um.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're not doing this. We're not doing the joints anymore. What church announcements? Yeah, church announcements.
1: Only church announcements y'all need to know is his Patreon. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, yeah, man. Real quick, we still got the Patreon popping. Um, we are starting to share exclusive content. I think we're gonna start like next this coming Monday. Um, we gonna wills gonna put together the um old episodes right from the yeah from the from the barbaric ooh, ages. Ooh. You gonna see y'all gonna see how far we came. <laughs> um, you gonna get the beginning episodes. You can get some exclusive um, footage of me and Will from back in the day. I, don't, I, don't I saw, saw some of it. That. Yeah, <laughs> I saw some of it. We've been cultivatedly ignorant for a very long time, and so we got some footage from back in the day when we was just
0: oof. when I used to wear. Well, I still wear Crocs and flip flops <laughs> everywhere. Still wear Crocs
1: flip flops, but we were both much smaller. Are you wearing them with socks? No. Well, well nice back like in like the
0: day. That, like, right now, you better well, be wearing. Well, back in the, the day, ball. yeah, yeah, yeah you know? I was. Crocs are
3: very comfortable. They, they are. Put me on so well. <laughs> you clear all that out now, you gonna to to show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Listen, I ain't even know how it's gonna be exclusive
1: content. And uh we also have limited time offers for um sponsorships, um advertising. There's uh, different tiers, you can go on patreon.com slash culture ignorance, get some super, super, super competitive price um ads for your company or just for yourself, just some shout outs for yourself. Uh, on the Patreon, and uh, it's on the pop right now. We had a couple people subscribe. We need a couple more. We trying to get bigger studios. We're trying to get more, to get more, more reliable internet. More reliable internet. We're not jinxing the internet. It's been it's been on our side lately. Knock on wood. My mom always knocks on her head. You see, I don't know why she does that. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's gonna be lit. So patreoncom Coach ignorance. See the offers. Love on us for as little as five dollars. Count it, five dollars. You can help Only us. Only $5? Only, you're still Only trash at $5. that. $5? Much sexier when Star does it. Um, well, those $5, mm-hmm. you can help us.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a car.
1: Well, as little as $5, you can help us change the world. So, whatever you can donate. So that's
3: what we're doing now. We're changing the world. We've been doing it for over two years now. You sound like saying that she was King. It sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds right. I'm
1: going to post these Harriet Tubman um, quotes that never actually existed <laughs> next. But, um, Yeah, man, so I just want to shout that out. So, yeah. You want to talk about some trending stuff, Will?
0: For sure. (laughs) 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 All right, so. We ain't going to start. We we ain't going to start there. Uh, (laughs) If y'all didn't see the Grammys on, uh, what was it, Sunday, Mm -hmm. uh, Billie Eilish pretty much cleaned up the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Lil Nas X, Lizzo were were nominated for a bunch of categories.
1: But. uh,
2: And Lil Nas X beefing with uh. Bro, is Pastor he, Troy out here wildin'. He wildin' out here. He was wildin'?
1: He is bro. out here super homophobia wildin'. Oh, Pastor, Troy,
2: Pastor Troy ain't had a hit since I was in high school. Bro. Bro. Oh my God. He's a nice guy, though. He is. Guy. He's a nice dude. Not the gay people. Oh. I, I they, well, they gotta be gay and eating mozzarella sticks, right? And right, right. <laughs> what did he say? He, he didn't just say gay. Bruh.
1: My man said, mozzarella sticks. Um, it looked like I ain't getting a um, Grammy no time soon. Is this how I got a dress? He said, um, they've been had F words on. Um, I've been mad at a- Applebee's for having F words, eating mozzarella sticks in the commercials. Mm. Not my sons. Um, it it, was, son's it was bad. It was bad, bad. Your son's. Oh, he's because Tyler, Tyler, the creator, got. And he's, a,
3: you know. Not admitted, but he's revealing he's bisexual. He's like admitted through songs but you can right?
1: yeah. yeah, but I don't. I almost
3: admitted serious. like it's a crime, though. like you admitted. To being
2: bisexual. <laughs> like he just, he's just owning who he is. You like,
3: find you
0: finally is. owned up to it. Huh? I, I mean, I mean, he was
2: so like, like, come on, you didn't know Tyler the creative was. <laughs> come on, now. Was you know, I listen to every. Man. I like Tyler's music, but I, I listened music. to a lot of his stuff. I was like, this fella's. He got a lot of closeted, repressed. Yeah. Something, especially that
0: stuff at the beginning, you could tell he was angered by his sexuality. <laughs> 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 Listen, fella ate a cockroach, he was mad at his mom.
2: Okay, Oh, <laughs> for, for, yeah, you remember um, that? no, I do remember um, I gotta get more
1: into this
3: stuff, but yeah, should, it's dark yeah. stuff. But I like
1: it. the early stuff is dark, the light, the later stuff is more experimental. It's very dope. Yeah. Um,
0: so Lil Nas X did win a best pop duo group performance for Old Town Row with Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, um, Lizzo won Truth Hurts. Uh, for Truth Hurts, what was that? Best Pop Solo Performance. Okay. I've had multiple people say that is one of, like, the most aggravating songs of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the well, one Only because, like, why is it established that established played it in the ground?
0: Well, you're it's only it's because
1: playing. you don't hear it in JCPenney and fucking... Yeah, you, the
0: that thing about to uh, be played out for I know, forever.
2: I don't know about that. I, I mean, I like Lizzo, but and I like the song. I don't think it's played out. I think we have a, a messaging problem with that particular song, what you in mean? my opinion. What you mean? I, I mean, we, I, mean I don't want to go at Lizzo, but, you know, generally... <laughs> no. uh, They're coming for you. Generally, she, she's doing the same you know, thing exactly. that women women be upset about men doing, right? What's like, that? generalizing every type of man into one group, right? And and so if, if a man did that, then it would be like, oh, how dare you come at women like this, such and like keep it keep it a, a level playing field. Like if you don't want people doing it to you, why are you out here singing and jiving and juking for? It? He's a sing, jiving and juking. <laughs> jiving and juking um, right. <laughs> why, why why push forward that narrative when you know it's... again? yeah, i know she's singing from her
1: personal experience and all
2: that stuff. Mm. And kudos for all of that. However,
1: right? I get what you're saying. I think the I mean I think the playing field is already unlevel though because you know historically sp- speaking men have oppressed women in a way that women have now oppressed men, so it's like... In
3: a way that they have not
1: Yeah, in a way. Here's,
2: here's the thing about that. We say men, but black men ain't repressing nobody, because we don't own nothing.
3: Nah, you can repress someone more than just financially or economically. And I Every, think they did when they're the earners in the home, and they've done it. That whole thing, it right.
2: that whole thing is, actually, black women actually uh, run the whole household, for one. Anybody who tell you otherwise not
3: Don't,
2: in every household. Every household. What? Uh, every oh, household. Every. Every household. And here's <laughs> why. Because when if ma, if mama shut it down. That's not how I can't. Household. That's definitely not
3: how it works. And
1: would say. Historically, historically speaking, when a man is like the breadwinner and is the only one that's able to work like a well-paying job and a woman so is not. That's
2: that's what we start talking about. We're getting off of something else. But that's how you start talking about the whole... Uh, no man in the household kind of deal, right? We talking about uh, I believe it was Lyndon B. Johnson when, you know, started to get food stamps and all of this stuff in the household, you couldn't have a man in the household.
1: I'm I'm talking about when the man is in the household though. When a
2: man is in the household, you got society um, on the other side of saying he ain't ish, he ain't gonna be ish, blah, 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 blah. That comes into the household the same way. So if you if, if you if you Uh, look at what everything a man does generally, and I hate to generalize, but generally everything a man does is for the betterment of, mm, let's say this. What he thinks is. What he, right. What he thinks is the betterment of his household, whether it's his, his wife, his kids. A single man ain't got the betterment of nobody. He is all about himself. And a lot of people, a lot of men still have a single man's mentality when they get together with a woman.
3: I heard a uh, very popular podcaster, Courtney O Sanders, um, shout out to her, she talked, said that a lot of, she was like, I'm observing your relationship culture because I've been married for the past five years, been in my relationship for the past 10 years, and I see a lot of people saying, there's like a cult, there's like a schizophrenia in the culture saying, niggas ain't ish, and at the same time, I wanna be with somebody's son, it's somebody's son, it's me. You know, and I want to find a man, but then also she's like, everybody wants these relationships, but they're not ready to like, do the work, work that it takes. They would be married, but they don't want to be a wife. Or it's, that it's
2: that energy. It's that energy. So that's all God. I'm and talking about. English like, said that. why put that energy out there if that's what you? If if what you really want, it needs to align all the way across the board. That energy that you put out has to align. I hear what you're saying. Or else she's gonna have this whole mixed thing. So when she, you know, what I mean, like, that's all. I I'm hear saying. what you're saying.
1: And uh, I don't want to make this a whole topic within itself. Yeah. I think a lot of times when women do put that energy out there like that, it's kind of like to defy the men who are like that as well like you take like Megan Stallion who me and Will are in love with who talks about you know dogging out men all the time and you know it's like mostly comes from like a a role reversal type of standpoint Mm -hmm. of like I'm gonna do these niggas like they have historically done us Yeah, I I, I love Megan Yeah, I love her yeah like friend of my
3: head
1: Meg friend of my head Meg she's on my my workout playlist
2: (laughs) yes Megan yes Do me dirty. You know, <laughs> that says spend my money, please. Uh, also, Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. You that's what you the said. wife got the money now. we gonna No, but you spend I'm well maybe. See <laughs> Cut that part out of the
0: Also if you didn't see it, uh there was a lovely event that happened right before uh the <laughs> Grammys.
1: We can't let this thing go, bro.
0: <laughs> this beautiful rock nation brunch. <laughs> I don't know why Mike didn't get us an invite.
1: Well, I tried. Tickets, like, tickets were like one billion each.
0: I, f- I, f- I feel like there were not tickets sold to me. <laughs> no, it I was I invite get, only. Like invite only.
1: Uh, I'll take it, my email. I, I ain't It was it. every
0: beautiful black person you've ever seen, <laughs> it was so like and it a couple was of sprinkles of <laughs> white people. Just
3: little dashes of white, <laughs> white pepper. Yeah. yeah, it was
0: it was a beautiful event. Uh, so much uh, black wealth at that party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think just the the conversations that they had is really what I want wanted. The conversation
3: is probably, it was just like dollar size floating in the air. <laughs> from person, just like from one way to make money, another way to make money, another <laughs> yeah. way to make and money. popping it back and
0: forth.
1: It's ping pong or something. Yeah, dope, man.
0: man. Um so yeah, next year me and Mike gonna be there.
1: We in there. Was, we speaking in existence. Yeah. We are gonna be there
0: in some kind of pastel we
1: suit. We might be jesters, <laughs> like making. Bro, I don't we'll care like, if I'm,
0: I don't care if I'm serving the food or whatever. As long as, as I'm building, telling jokes. As long as I'm soaking up knowledge, bro. I don't care.
3: Speaking of randomly, I'm sorry. I just have to add this in there. Like my mom watches Ellen, right? So I'm, I'm watching. I'm, I'm seeing her watch Ellen, and they literally have a menstrual. That show, like, there's a what? black guy who comes out and dances huh? and gets the white people
0: hyped because the audience is mostly white, like mostly white women. I
3: thought Ella mostly danced. No, she might do a little something, but he comes out first and, and does the like, full jig. He does what? the full jig, and I'm just like, wow. I just thought that was. So you talked
0: about like you don't care if you even just dance for it. I was like,
3: nah, we don't do that. No, I ain't about to I'm
0: dance. This is me me right right next One. to JT. Black it's black, if black people, I'm, that's, that's what the black people. But what do you think
3: about that? We're I think perspective, representation.
2: right? Representation, dancing might be his talent. So then, so then you you the perspective, right? We we have to really look at it from a a, a genuine perspective. If dancing is his talent, she's providing him with an opportunity.
3: I look at it that way. But then I also understand the history. Right, I mean the, the history you go
2: through. Man. The history might say one thing, but then you got to balance out. Listen, am I am I a slave to my history? Am I a slave mm-hmm. to the history of the culture, well, or can I do fast. what I need to do to be happy and fulfilled in my okay. life?
1: And I think that's how we fight ourselves a lot because I know he got homeboys in his corner somewhere. Like, you, so you really out here dancing for the white woman? That's what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. All yeah. these white women in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Ray Ray is somewhere like, man, you just sell out, man. Sell out, man. man. It's still on the same you
2: corner. you out there for the white man. That's what we are Let me face, hold man. $20. <laughs> I know you got it. I know you got it. Let me get a cigarette.
0: And, uh, okay, so before we move on to the next thing, I got to say that Billy Porter... He's one of the most fabulous dressing Bruh. men that
2: I have ever seen in my of, of life. On his head. My, my wife put me on the Billy Porter and I was like, what, man, what you got me watching this this pose thing? And then I was like watching it. I was like, okay, Billy, I'm, I'm, all bro, right.
0: Bro, I'll be coming out in the most <laughs> dope suits. <laughs> And I feel bad when I use the word fabulous Because I probably wouldn't use it to say you nothing would. about no other dude <laughs> But that's the only way I can describe it It's just amazing I like Immaculate is I would use he an
1: immaculate. man had the motorized kung lao joint <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah
3: He again. wet, he wet. Sandra Hamlin. Sandra. Sarah Carter. Carol's <laughs> doing some amazing
1: things. Absolutely. Yes, bro. She what? <laughs> We're mad movie. proud of you, lady. Love you, Karen. Very Jennifer proud Jennifer
3: Brown joined. Jennifer. Um, And Cicely Ann joined. Cicely. And Ooh. Jennifer said, can we spill her news? Can can Jennifer we, said, said. Can we tell? He can. married a white woman. Now, who you talking about? Billy Porter? He married girl. to a white
0: dude.
1: I would say oh, yeah. He's not married to a
2: woman at
3: all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was wondering. Michelle. M- Michelle. I was <laughs> I just I say Michelle. Sorry. Sorry, girl. Did
1: she say kaka?
3: She
1: didn't say kaka. Oh, we didn't say your cat phrase. Michelle, what you doing? That's all everybody?
3: She, she said kaka! Uh, <laughs> all cats.
1: Yes, yes. We love you, Michelle. To wrap up, uh,
0: your black news slash uh, stop, stop, black, <laughs> black,
1: black news in 10. Uh, <laughs> yo, ignorant news, blackity black, Your
0: ignorant news. I like uh,
1: <laughs> it, I I'm maybe, it down.
0: Maybe we got a little bit of sad news, a little bit, yeah, a lot of bit of sad news. Uh, if you've been living under multiple rocks, uh, unfortunately, Kobe Bryant has passed away. Oh boy, in the shocker of uh, the biggest shocker of all time, for real. Um, he, he, his daughter, and seven other people passed away in a helicopter crash. Oh. Um a couple people at my job, like older cats, have been saying, like, this is, like, the biggest sports tragedy yeah. I in their lifetime.
1: remember a bigger one in my lifetime. I can't either. I either. I really can't.
0: It's just so crazy, man. And uh, All the outpouring of love Bro. he's getting. Um, it's, man, it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say about it.
1: I can say firsthand, like... You remember my jersey I used to wear like every every week in high school. Bro, bro it would be one day a week. That, day that, y- that yellow number eight jersey come out. It was gonna bust out of some time with, <laughs> the, with the long 5 X white tee underneath it. Um, Kobe was my definitely hands down my favorite basketball player. Um, he's the one that really got me into basketball. One of my fondest memories is seeing him play with um Shaq, but that was a like how was at high school I think, and um I went to Charlotte. That was when my mentorship took to Charlotte to see them play the Hornets. They beat the breaks. <laughs> no, that was a blowout. They beat the brakes oh, off right. the Hornets, bro. And I had the time of my life. <laughs> like it was so many disappointed <laughs> fans around so me. So you would not root rooting for the home team, team at all? Damn show, wasn't. I was in there with my shiny <laughs> ass jersey. And um, yeah, man, it was just beautiful. I remember so many nights watching the games, and he would hit them last quarter second threes to, to win yeah. the game, bro. It's it's devastating, man.
0: Bro, no lie. I remember, like, I don't know. It was after Shaq left and, like, Paul Gasol was there. Yes. Bro, this, this nigga was the most feared man on the basketball he court. Because you knew he could go off at any moment. he used to get
1: the ball to Kobe every time. And you know he ain't passing, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Kobe hit so many game winners. So um, many, bro.
0: What did Kobe teach, teach you?
2: Me, I, you know, I'm not a Lakers fan, but I will Not, say not many of us are. Right. But, but I, I will am. say. <laughs> That the fella was brilliant and he had a mind that was beyond just the game. You could Mm -hmm. see that he was always, you know, calculating his odds, his chances, what I need to do. And he he was a a closer, you know what I mean? At at the end of the day, if nobody was going to make a way, give me the ball. I got (laughs) this. I got it. Y'all just sit down. I got this. I'm I'm going to play all all these guys by myself. But he taught me, you know – Perseverance I think is one of the one of the key things even when the odds are stacked against you like Just keep driving keep driving forward. And mm-hmm. You know, it's sad to see uh, People trying to you know besmirch his reputation now uh, when the man can't defend himself That's um, but In the same breath you have to be able as a fan to remember all the joy, all the good things. This man, his whole, you know, his family has took a tremendous hit. I can imagine. And, yeah. and, and, and people are out there just, you know, trying to make it about them and bring, you know, bring this man's legacy down and, and his memory down. I, I think people need to love more and, you know, stop trying to, uh, Know, garner the eyeballs of folks just for your own general purposes let the, let the people mourn and, and have their moment that's what i'm saying
1: man it's it's so easy to like empathy on the internet though like it's so easy to just be like nah i'm just gonna share this link share this conspiracy that i is founded on nothing but oh, yeah. speculation and just put it out there because i know it's gonna get me clicks mm. so give me attention it's crazy um, man i
3: think with any celebrity hopefully appreciate our own, the, the transience yeah. of our own lives and our family's lives, and I know my sister, who, I don't know if she was a Lakers fan or not, I mean, she's not; she's more into sports than I am, but she said she was crying, she was so emotional. I felt the energy, Yeah. I felt the energy that people around me were in pain, and I also knew that I could not go on my Facebook timeline. So
2: I, was I wasn't even a, a fan, but I felt... A certain kind of way, like I, I saw it. I was I, Sunday morning. I, I was <clears> watching <throat> Power. I think Power just went off when you know, I was sitting with my wife, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like I saw it come across, and I was, told my wife. She was like, "Stop!" The internet always somebody. That's she was the like, "What's the example. source?" And I, when I told her, this, so she was like, "Oh." And it inst- instantly, we you know, the here's the thing, man. You are not promised tomorrow, and it don't oh. matter what your station is, what people think your station is, what you think your station is, what your mama and daddy think about you, what the enemy think. It don't matter. Death comes for us all in the same way. you That's the only promise you got. You ain't staying here forever. No. Right? So you should treat your life with you know, that same regard. Live every day to the fullest. Live every moment like it's the last and... Try to be good to the people that you love and care about every single day because sometimes it's the last time. Right. That one time it'll be the last time. Tell
0: you. Yeah, I've been, I've been honestly off a little bit ever since I heard the news. You know, just not in that good frame of mind, you yeah, know. Yeah. Something just at the back of your head, you know, nagging at you, but um you know, it's hard for me, especially since his daughter was on on the flight yeah, too. Man. Oh,
2: man, that was a, that was the, that
1: that was the I really thought it going to be yeah. fake news. I was like, so y'all gonna get a daughter, too? Like, y'all yeah. y'all lumping. It's so sad, man. But um,
0: you know, uh, he lived he lived a f- outside of seeing his daughters grow up and stuff. He lived a pretty full life, very true. very good life. Um, you know, for all that he accomplished, but there was still a lot more for him to do. For Sure, but like we say
2: that, that man. Uh, we we mourn for us right i look at i look at it this way you know energy is transient like you said you, the man is not gone he's just not in this plane of existence anymore right okay. and so we mourn the fact that we can't see this person we can't talk to them and get the answers that we might want but if you are if you are a believer if if you believe if you if you if you believe in any kind of higher power, you should understand that you know it's not the end. This is this is just a temporary state, right. and we should celebrate that. there, you know, even though he wasn't suffer- suffering, he's living a good life. He, you know, he's been relieved of this earthly realm and, and and able to go on and prepare a place for the rest of his family and do other things. So right. you know, we mourn for us because that that person's not here with us. We never gonna see Kobe hit another shot, but we should celebrate in the life that he lived, and and the fact that you know he's moved on to another place, and that energy
1: still should still be carried on through us. Absolutely, That's so what we so want to shoot do. Shoot so. your
0: Kobe shot and call it out. Shoot hey, your Kobe and that shot, and that was cool. When, that was cool when you saw those people shooting Kobe shots, like oh, in the trash yeah. can. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was... I think it actually started with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it did.
3: Yeah, think <laughs> was right. like this. Well, yes, who may still was. be, but who was at Columbia? He's
2: in Charleston tonight. He Charleston tonight, Charles
3: yeah. yeah. So. Um, more people: Marcus Grant, Martel Banks, Ebony Harvey. Mar- What's, up, Mar- y'all. What's up, Martel? Yeah, Martell ahead. Like,
1: Martel, go ahead and speak your thoughts on Tyler Perry because we know you hate him. <laughs> he, <laughs> <does>. you <can't laughs> he be slamming him. <laughs> isn't one End on my status about Tyler Perry. On a side note, I think they
0: should change the logo to Kobe. Also,
1: but. That's- I don't think it's gonna happen, but I mean, it would be dope. Yeah, they're not gonna they do might it. Not do. The Redskins won't even stop calling themselves the Redskins. Like no. you think they the you think the Lakers gonna? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Special guest, Mr. Doctor. Oh, my bad, do- Doctor. <laughs> that is Jones in the building. Thank you, thank you. Make sure you put that at the front. <laughs> I'm saying, I was wondering if he's gonna be like, if you gonna you gonna you know you switch from that now when you go out in public. People like, hey, Mr. Um, Jones, Doctor Jones. It depends (laughs) on who they are. Mr. Jones,
2: PhD. No,
1: no, 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 no. You put that doctor. I got the bills to say it too. Oh, you want to give the people like a rough, general synopsis of what you do, what makes you great? What
2: What do I do? I am a purveyor of film and entrepreneurship. That's a doctor. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I'm a filmmaker at heart. Um, I love to help other people get their businesses together um, currently I, I deal with music as well so I, I'm, I manage an artist um, I help other filmmakers make films so I'm working on a fellowship with uh, Effie Brown mm. um, I run my own company Fnatic Productions.
1: Fnatic. and
2: uh, yeah I got quite a few irons in the fire I'm a co-organizer with one million cups here in town, nice. yeah, shout, yeah. Out to one man Cups. shout
0: out to Woman Cups and the Woman Cups family. We'll give one snap, you, <laughs> I did one snap. You probably, I was, I was so. a little late, like, y'all doing the snap.
2: I was like, Let <laughs> me get one in. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I'm
2: a father, uh, husband, yeah, dope man. Trying to make it happen.
0: How many kids you got? This is being <laughs> recorded, right? Okay,
3: <laughs> three, oh, all three.
0: boys. Oh. Um,
3: <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, Monique Jones said, "Dr. Thaddeus W. Jones Jr., my brother." That is my no. sister. Yeah, Your no, no. Sister?
2: yeah, that's my actual sister. Oh, yeah, she, yeah that's my actual sister. Oh, yeah, she,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's my sister. Yeah, and, and don't let don't let her um, slouch when she's she's almost a doctor. Stop being lazy and get that doctor. Go and
1: get the thing. Yeah, girl, get, now. I can't wait because I know I want to <laughs> get a PhD. Do that thing. So yeah. how did you kind of make the leap from because um, I know you did a lot of photography and film work. When you you did, did a lot of jobs. Stuff. Yeah. I did a lot of jobs. <laughs> a lot of work. How did you make the leap from kind of making that like a hobby to like full on owning a production company, So working with celebrities? It started
2: with the jobs, right? It started with what he was
1: talking about. So.
2: See? My, it's is, is, is real. My, my, I love my mom and dad to death, but they did not. They was like, "Look, you can go to school if we pay for it. You can get a practical job." That's what my mom said too. Man. And, uh, and so I tried that for a little while. And then you know, my my motivating angel. I always wanted to do film. Mm-hmm. Uh, gifted in talent, put a camera in my hand in like the sixth or seventh grade, and I was hooked. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. But you know, trying to please your people and uh, my grandmother. Uh, told me she was like just go to school and get you know get something practical but you know work on this on the side and so I I was set with that plan and then uh, she passed away and when she passed uh, I you know the long story short I wasn't there I, I hitchhiked to New York and I didn't make it in time so that kind of put me in a weird space so I didn't go back to school 10 years I sat out of school and I did every odd job you could think of. And this whole time, I was doing these odd jobs. I would be like, "Man, that'd be a great film." I was on my bread truck, on man. I'd make a make a film about this. One. Yeah. this is this is an interesting job. Like, I was, you know, I went to Job Corps <laughs> and talking about, you know, how you know it was mostly black and brown people in Job Corps, and it was like, we, we're all the white folks There Ain't no white folks here. Why didn't you know? And I'm looking, seeing all of these different things, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, right before my. Son, my oldest son was born. Um, I was at a crossroads. I had just finished like an associate's degree, and I, I, re- I was really trying to get back to New York, um, and found out I was going to be a dad, and that and put me in a weird space. And so, um, you know, like, how can you tell your children to pursue their dreams if you're not pursuing your dream? And mm-hmm. you know, it made me feel like a hypocrite, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but then you have to provide. Mm-hmm. And so I still did that, and it made me a miserable person. It made me a terrible person to be around. So I truly apologize to anybody I was dating and seeing. At the, I was sorry a miserable my exes then, out in anger with. Me. Yeah, yeah, I was a terrible person. Like, because <laughs> yeah. I was unhappy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, long story short, because it's already a long story. Um, yeah, I came. I, I moved to Columbia to finish my degree to teach. Um. And a teacher here that was in the media arts said, Carl, her name was Carla Berry. She said they were going to film. I was like, this is my opportunity. If I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to do it. It's my chance. <laughs> and came and got into the media arts department. And it was not what I thought it was going to be. And so it took me a whole lot of my own research and own kind of perseverance and u- utilizing their cameras to like teach myself. And uh, yeah I got bit by the bug and from that point I was just like okay I'm gonna figure out how to do this and only this fuck. only this I didn't yeah. want to do anything else and so that's pretty much how I started I mean PA and uh, you know working every little opportunity that I could you just kind of taking
1: whatever job came for you
2: yeah I you know I, I, At first, I had this real chip on my shoulder. Like I'm never paing for anybody. Like how
1: dare
0: you?
2: How dare you say I should pa?
0: (laughs) You mean pa like personal assistant? No, like uh, production. I'm
2: sorry, production assistant. Oh, okay. So these are the gophers. Excuse me, not the arts. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) They keep touching together. So these are the gophers on set. Like these people that get you coffee. They go run all the errands. They and but they are a integral part of every film production,
1: yeah. no matter
2: what, right? And uh, so I was like, nah. And then I took a couple courses, a little, you know, workshops. I was like, okay, I'm like And then I found out they were making like 150 bucks a day. I think it was 110 bucks a day at the time. I was like Man, 110 bucks i don't make that at a a day working at the kangaroo we am going to get these
1: croissants let me go let me go and get
2: these, <laughs> on, on and get these this starbucks coffee with you like cream of sugar and so i started trying to parlay those days more and more and more mm-hmm. and uh yeah uh, i got into like american idol um started mm-hmm. doing that when it came to town started doing anything that came to town that was paying and okay, i Got a reputation for being, I guess, good and started getting people calling me out in the blue instead of me having to apply. So, there you go. What are you talking
3: about? And where was this at? Just curious.
2: Here. Oh. This was in Columbia. Uh, But I got called for a lot of stuff that was coming outside of here. So, like, American Auto would roll into town, you know, once or twice a year. Mm. Um, Someone, you know, you make connections on the set, the producers will remember you if you know your stuff and they'd be like, yeah was here last oh, time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. How long has this journey been? I moved to Columbia in 2008. Hardest thing I had to do because I had to leave my sons behind. Oh, man. And so it was a crossroads for me. I was like, ah. You know, when so when Steve Harvey talks about that whole jump thing, oh, yeah. that was that moment for me. I was like, it, it, I can remember driving down the road because I did not want to leave my... My father... Uh, at left when I was eight, when we have a you know we had a strange relationship for many years. and It was better now, but I didn't want to do that to my kids. And I, I you know I had at that point in time I wasn't I wasn't ish. I was, you know I was just a dude trying to <laughs> trying to do the best he could do. But people always would say oh, you sh- you're so smart. You should do this. You should do this. And I was just like Ugh. <laughs> right. And then uh, so when I left, it was like. Know, nothing secure I didn't I was gonna try and finish my degree I didn't know that I would end up in this spot uh, today and it was just like a, a super leap of faith like I'm leaving with nothing I had I had one check left because I was a um, para pro so para pro um, teachers aide. Um and I had a, a student that I was uh, shadowing the whole day I had one check left when I moved here and that was you know when you work over the summer uh, when you work in the school system, you get checks over the summer. And I had one check left, and that's what I moved here on. And I immediately knew I needed to find a job. And, <laughs> and some other, so I was still paying child support and all this stuff. So it was Ooh. like, yeah, it was it was real. <laughs> this, it, this journey was 12 years in the making. Yeah, it was
1: real. Wow. And I definitely want to ask you about your experience, like, officially um, breaking to the industry as a black man. But, like, I think what you're speaking on now is just – doing what just you just know it just feels right what you're mm-hmm. supposed to be doing like we get so caught up especially like we all feel like all of us has grown up with parents that like, you know get something stable and do your little stuff on the side absolutely and they don't understand what that little stuff is like big stuff for us it's, it's the stuff for us but um when you just do what feels right when you indulge in that little stuff on the side more and more whenever you get time and be intentional about the you know how you designate your time throughout the day I think that's what gears you up for that jump. Because I ask people all the time, "When did you make that jump?" Mm. Um, you listen to Steve, and Steve sometimes kind of makes it feel like it's easier, easier to do than he actually puts on. Sometimes, in my opinion, but it was think, not easy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think he sometimes like says it so matter of factly, like you just got to do it. You just got to jump. Well, you and, do. I
2: mean, you, yeah, you, you do. do. You yeah. do just have to jump, and it's never gonna be a perfect time. When I was leaving, dude, I had no money. I had a I had a beat up car. I didn't know if it was gonna make it. I didn't have a whole lot of anything. Like I was eating out of the Dollar Tree. Like that's that's my meals consisted just of. was getting frozen
1: dinner. Frozen meal? meat Whoa.
2: out the Dollar Tree. Like I remember it was a big deal. I was like, Oh, they selling steak in here now. I can get a steak for well, a I'm dollar. Why are
1: you still alive, boy?
2: Ex- <laughs> well,
3: I've
2: been homeless too. I was eating out of trash cans oh. at one point in time. So it really wasn't it really mm. was wasn't. Dollar tree meal wasn't that damn was bad. A step up. Like um, and listen, I didn't tell you my story, you wouldn't believe. So I've done a lot chasing these dreams. I've done a lot of stupid stuff, mm. um, but you know what? You got to keep picking yourself up. Like so, I jumped early, and and in the music, I was into music, and uh, and I had a group. I was with a group called uh, Rival. It was Ritual Incarceration, Verbal Apostle Legion.
1: Is, uh, yes. Listen. Somebody y'all, was like, "Yo, was we going like, we, five we about to kill yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the game, yeah, Oh, you six. know, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we know it. Uh,
3: Shout out
2: to my man. I can't. Oh man, I his uh, He changed his name, but I'm just calling his, his old government. John. Shout out to my man, John Sanders out in hey, Atlanta. Um, but yeah, he he put the group together, and I was a poet um, mm. when I started. I was not thinking about rap. I was thinking about like. Erotic this girl modern. that yeah, 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 this girl that yeah, I had the yeah. biggest crush in the world on, and I was just like, I'm gonna write her some poetry. We'll <laughs> yeah, call it the, the penny dropper. Yeah, and then that that poetry turned into anger when she, you know, my love wasn't re- requited. And
1: so it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so now was, I'm a bitter poet. Now I'm a bitter <laughs> poet. <laughs> it's an angry so. Yeah, that's what's up, man.
3: So I have a question from the chat. So Cicely asked Michael, when you gonna when are you gonna make that jump?
1: I feel like I'm already making the jump. Well, talking about fully transitioning into no, uh, my slow. entrepreneurship, you, you, you safely. I am safely. safely. Look, I, I will admit, you I ain't financially prepared to make the full jump yet. You never prepared, but you never prepared. I, Just quit I
2: your job know, now, fam. <laughs> so, Listen, it, it, you know, you know, you know your time. I'm gone I'm I my last job was at Amazon
1: mm-hmm.
2: here in Columbia. It's last job, and I remember I knew it was time. Cause I was looking out the window going, I could just jump and hit this highway. <laughs> the and, actual jump. And and the actual, like I could be, I could end it. I was, that's how miserable I was. Yeah. Right. I felt like I was on a yeah, plantation. Like right. Yeah. Uh, and I called my wife I was like, look, uh, 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 I, don't
1: I don't know what we're we going to do, but I ain't uh, working. No, no, more. no, no. I was just
2: like miserable. And she was like, you just quit.
1: Mm.
2: If you like, we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. Just. Just quit. But you had a
3: partner, so that's very yeah. important.
1: Very
2: important. You, it's uh, it's important to have a support system. Because like, I had never had a person in my life, so shout out to my wife, who was yeah, well. ride or die. Like, <laughs> she was like, listen, no matter what, we're going to... We got this. Well, she didn't want to lose you. <laughs> and, and she I'm was just sorry. like, I, was saying,
1: right?
2: <laughs> I, I didn't tell her I wanted to jump. She just, felt it in your yeah, voice. She was yeah, like, yeah, you need to she, go. She definitely felt it. In, I mean, the end because like if I'm if I'm upset and miserable, the whole room feels it. Mm. And yeah. so like my household was like, and then it, it didn't help. I was like, I was working nights. I was up in the daytime. I was finishing working on my PhD. Mm. And so I was doing all of this at the same time. And like I had a newborn, and it was, it was a,
1: yeah, he was, so you was just feeling it. Yeah,
2: um, study. always try to do too much. That's that's nah, I felt that though. <laughs> I haven't
1: really felt the full push to like that. I'm at the ready point where I'm so consistent with the business that I can live off of full time. But I definitely feel what you're saying. I felt the push out of my this old place, me and Will used to work at. We ain't gonna say the name because just in case we want a sponsorship <laughs> from home someday. But um, well, I felt the push know. to get up out of there for sure, and that's what drove me back to school. So I feel like it's similar to that.
2: Well, you know, the push will happen. So here's the thing: as you move into your business, you only gonna make the, if as long as you comfortable. See, nothing grows from comfort. So as right. long as you comfortable, that's, that's exactly. all the money you ever gonna make because you exactly. ain't got no need to to really. My business didn't start to grow until I was like, okay, I got I I got lights due, I got rent due, right. something got to happen. Right. <laughs> and then the universe started to align things up because I was putting that a way to energy pushing.
1: Yeah. yeah, that desire
3: was much stronger, much more intense. At that body, when you
1: care about your life, your body finds a way to live. It so will. It will. It's gonna. It's gonna come together, and that's where
2: the jump comes in, right? right. Because it'll never be perfect. It'll. You'll never feel comfortable enough to be like. I, I need to make this jump, right. right? But you'll know the feeling, like, because you'll go back and forth with yourself. Ah, oh, I, could, I could quit now, and you know, I got a couple things. Like You're going to do that yeah. back and forth before you really, either you're going to get tired of the back and forth, and something right. will happen, and your impulse will make you jump. Right. Or you're going to try to reason it to death. Ah, yeah. oh, that's not the right time. You just need a couple hundred more. Convince and, and you convince yourself over yeah. and over until you. But when in actuality, the jump just needs to happen, so you can so you can put that energy into making whatever it is you're trying to make grow grow.
0: Absolutely. So as a so as an entrepreneur, for somebody who let's say you have somebody come to you and say, "Hey man, I really tried to do this da 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 da, da you know, and I failed. Mm. You know, what am I supposed to do now? I still got this dream, but." little down put it on myself and
2: plan it. Like a lot of people fail cuz they fail to plan. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't plan what they were going to do. Like I'm not saying jump without a parachute. Like, roll your parachute up, learn how to properly roll it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff it in the bag. When you get to the cliff, then you can jump, right? Learn how learn how to do everything you need to do to jump. Right? But people think that People think that Steve's saying, get to the edge of the cliff with no parachute and just hope that somebody else going to come by with a parachute. That's not that's not the deal. Right. Prepare yourself. Learn the business that you want to go into, whatever it is. Educate yourself on what it takes to be in that business. But don't set yourself up for failure by just going out there willy-nilly. You, ain't, you don't know the business. You don't know the climate. You don't know the cost. It's so much other stuff that you don't know and you're jumping out there. Now you're going to add that you don't have a steady client. You don't have steady income. You, your bills are due. Your rent is due. You're going to add all these things in on top of all the other stuff that you don't know. Right. That's what I did the first time. So That's what th- the only reason I know that is because I did it. How you think I end up homeless? Like I
1: did that. That's what I'm saying. And then you already yeah. answered my question I was going to ask, which is like, what is the biggest mistake people make when starting a small business? The lack of planning, man. We just get, you know, as creatives or as business-minded people or just people who just want to do something big, you just get ambitious, you get full charge, you watch these YouTube videos, you're like, I'm going to go ahead and just make this shit happen. Mm -hmm. And you just start doing stuff that's getting you paid or some type of, you know, attention online or in person or whatever. You just start doing these things. Next thing you know, you just scatterbrain. you just out here just all over the place and not making no real money. And...
2: Uh, have a plan in place for what you think you want to do because that's going to change. Right. So have a plan in place for the things you think you want to do. Right. Have a have a and I don't say I don't want to say a plan B because there's no plan B. But have a derivative of a plan A. If things go sideways and you're still driving towards this goal, it's not plan B. You're still headed towards the same direction. I just might need to do a little bit different. Well,
1: like you mentioned when we talk about business plans before the show, it's it's a living thing. Yeah, your whole business plan, your whole motivation is a living thing because you're a living thing. Absolutely. So it's going to change every, every day, family. every hour, every minute, every second. Especially yeah. when it comes to that. business. I love, like, I love
3: for you to take that into account. Well, we have some people
1: who join. Can I uh, shout them out?
3: Gregory Jones Jr. Uh-huh, gee, uh-huh. Yeah, oh gee. Right. He, he said, "What do you family?" But he said it like. <laughs> kept Joy, Richard. What's up, Richard? Uh, What's up, Emma, y'all? Luttrell and Jonesy. gotta give a special out. Jonesy, so we missed that Blue Note, man. We missed that Blue Note. I literally said that out loud. She did. Like, This night is missing Jonesy.
1: It really is. It was a magical night, but it would have been more magical if your black ass was in the building. <laughs> um, y'all want to get into this black representation talk? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. So. Kick it off. Would you being a filmmaker, mm-hmm. you know. All-star out here. Um, what do you think about the current state of black representation in film and television? Do you think that it's gotten better with movies like you know Black Panther being as huge as it was, um, Insecure being, other than some parts of the last season, being amazing? Uh, <laughs> oh, get that light-skinned like, like skin, nigga out of here. <laughs> right? That's horrible, L.A. episode. That
3: get that light-skinned nigga out of so here. It. I
1: just want to make the. Completely clear. Uh, we, we I love you today. Damn near worship you. Ethan. We do. We really do. It's a whole generation of people. with Netflix doing this whole um you know black creators movement that they started on um, mm-hmm. last year. You think it's gotten better, or are we oftentimes still kind of muddled in the same stereotypes? And
2: I think that the people that write the checks are limiting us uh, to what they feel comfortable with us doing. Mm. That's the first thing. And so we're not, there's not enough of us writing checks for the next Spike Lee, the next Rae, whoever, right? Mm-hmm. So that we don't have, we don't have the purse strings. So that in and of itself keeps the same kind of stereotypes running through the system. Um, though that's better than nothing. Right? we we're, we're, we're slowly making a climb um, that I think should be accelerated by some of the people that are already uh, well achieved like a Tyler Perry like a Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. they had the, you know they have the ability to really um, speed this process up right Um but what I'm what we're finding is that you know, it's not happening. There's not a lot of, or at least there's not a lot of eyeballs on uh, black creators behind the camera, mm-hmm. as far as directors, uh, writers, right? I mean, this whole thing with Tyler Perry, who has the the who could have. Uh, used his platform as an opportunity to empower black writers, to empower black directors into the fold, train them up the way he would have he thinks they should do whatever it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um and we're not seeing that. What we're seeing is Tyler Perry saying, hey, I write all my own stuff. <laughs> now he did right? say that
0: he did say that he's used writers before, uh I guess unionized and non unionized. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out. Well <laughs> That's
2: I mean, so he never tried it again. Yeah, he, <laughs> you know, I, mean, right. I mean, of course there was more depth to it, but I'm just—he just, he, he just <laughs> didn't well, like what they did, so he fired. Get them. out! Right? I mean, <laughs> I'll do it myself. Again, we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> the Entertainment business is a business, right? right? And so you you got to be able to see some kind of return. But I think that the problem is nobody, everybody wants their money back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's like being—it's like being—it's sure. like being a dope boy, and you get front of the package.
1: They Would want you, their money
2: back tomorrow.
1: But do you think that stems from like the limited resources that a lot of us have? Like I that we don't have time. It's just like people living in poverty don't feel like they have time to learn about investing. They just need money like tonight.
2: I think the scarcity of resources does produce a a panicked effect. Right. And that's why we we definitely need folks that don't have the scarcity to be the leading of the charge mm-hmm. for folks like. You know us they want to get into the industry, mm. but I think that also you need to be willing to make the sacrifice to put together a body of work that stands on its own That's it. And so if you're out there claiming you want to make films, but you're not you're not learning the right ways You're not trying to get to the right ways to do it Then of right. course they are gonna overlook you because right. you ain't you're not prepared surface level All right? again, you you working on again You're working on the surface and believe you me the, the technology has made everybody want to be a filmmaker. Oh, I can just go get a DSLR, but they don't know how to move the <laughs> camera. They don't know how to comp- a composite a shot. They don't know how they're gonna edit it. They want to take. They everybody wants to get their cell phone and make a film. Right. And it's it's. I mean, yeah, you, you have the technology, but if you don't know how to use it, there was a around Christmas time, iPhone did a commercial, right, where it's like all this is shot on the iPhone. Right. What they don't show you is that this guy's a professional film director. Yeah. He's using he's using dollies and grips and he's got a full crew. Right. And you're out here in the dang gone snow with you and your iPhone and your with kids, like, baby, do it like they did it. Do it like they did it in the commercial. From the ground up. Right. And, no. You know, in in any that's business. So,
3: that's so important. I feel like you mentioned that too, that applies to the whole business thing. Like everybody's just like, go get the LLC. There's so many memes like by that llc girl but it's like well but then what but then what's
1: <laughs> it? Right. like me and start were talking for y'all guy here like it's like you you have access to all these resources online these youtube ch- channels these these free trials all this stuff mm-hmm. they just spew information at you like so do this why? do that this is what you need this is what you need but they don't really tell you Here's you need somebody hands on with you to tell you how to use this stuff
2: information is great but if you can't information. That's what I'm saying. It's just going to be just a bunch it's of It's just a bunch of stuff in your head. So you got to learn how and it and one of the things you can do is shadow somebody. You're not sure? Find somebody you think is sure and, yes. and shadow that person. I mean, it's just like any other trade. If you are a barber, they don't just turn you loose with some clippers. You know. ain't going to go sit in somebody's chair and be like, "I watched all these YouTube tutorials, I let me cut your hair." Nobody. Bruh,
1: right? <laughs> Hey, bro, if you don't hey, get the
2: hell
0: away from I've been me. Watch, no, 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 it's good, though. I've been I watching. don't give a shit. If I do, there's a chair always empty
1: in the shop. You can just walk. Right. Hey,
0: come on up, bro. You yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason your chair is empty right now. <laughs> right. But, but we expect something
2: different from other trades. We expect to be able to do that with film. We expect mm-hmm. to be able to do that with writing. We expect to be able to do that with advertising or marketing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's nothing is different about that. You can go on YouTube all day and watch all this, it does not make you an advertising executive. It does not make you a creator. That's what I'm saying, man. Wow. People,
1: so, it's...
0: Sobering words.
3: Yeah, it's so well. creative stuff.
0: So when you were, so when you, earlier when you were talking about the scarcity of resources mm-hmm. um, and talking about uh, like Oprah and Tyler Perry should be, you know, investing in these projects to make more, I guess, diverse things mm-hmm. happen for us. Do you feel like maybe their resources maybe aren't enough to produce something that black people are involved in that will get a, a return on their investment.
2: Oprah took her money to Africa and, and, and made a school. Got so and, and she can't tell me she couldn't do it here if she wanted to. She chose, she made a choice. And if you find, what I find is that people are making choices that make them look good on a, a scale globally versus right, right here at home. See, ain't nobody championing black folks here, right? We, we talking about different countries in Africa with scarcity. But, the, you know, most people don't even realize that Africa is a continent and not a country. There are many countries in Africa, right? Right here, you got people in your state, down the street, sleeping on the street, or down the street striving to try and... Be filmmakers, be whatever, and you walk over them and see something else down the road and give that money to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry is doing tremendous things, I hear, in his studios. But I think, and, and again, this is any anybody who has a lot of resources, they always want more. Mm-hmm. But then you have to structure it in a way that really gives you the most bang for your buck. And he's not—that's what I feel he's not doing. Oprah's not doing. A lot of people that have the resources are do, aren't doing it. I think that um, again, and I'm biased because I'm, I'm I you know have, I'm working with um, Effie Effie Brown in the background of, of doing some stuff with with her, and she definitely is doing what we're talking about. She's seeking, right? She's seeking talent, whether it's black brown. Uh, women, right, queer, straight, whatever, underrepresented minorities that would not get the opportunity to do a film on that level. That's what these other folks should be doing. You should be seeking, and not not they're even so reactive. It's, even
0: but if okay, oh, I was about to say, but if we're talking about bang for our buck, mm. you know, uh, Tyler Perry is bang for his buck. Mm-hmm. I would say he's getting the most out of it. Maybe not investing in his community, mm-hmm. but as far as just monetarily, you of know, his shows is. are highly viewed, you know, this, that, and the third.
2: My thing is this, you've got the ear of the people, but you ain't giving the people nothing but the same show over and over and over
0: again. In but they opinion, they watching, though. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and they're not watching necessarily. I mean, they connect with it, you know, but to right. them, it's good. Now,
2: the question is, when do you, as the purveyor, start to prepare your people for the next thing, or do you continue to ride that out and say, "Oh, I'm good," so I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about your welfare. I'm good as long as you continue to buy. I'm gonna continue to
1: sell. I think that's the road he's taking. But I will say, I think it's running out with this last movie and how much people have like ripped it apart. Mm-hmm. The fall from grace. Yeah, I, I think. This might be if anything in the world could. This might be what makes him be like. All right, let me get some writers. Let me try something different. No. Let me do. They won't. Because because he, <laughs> he, I, he write to no, them. but he, he also he, said he's going to start using. He also said
0: he has writers for new shows coming up this year. And so, that's I think that's a more of a response
2: to the backlash. That little bit of backlash that yeah. he got. But here's the here's the key. As long as people are still spending their dollars to see and go, and Tyler Perry this and that, he has no. Reason to do anything different.
1: Well, I'm saying if those dollars start to go down, though. Yes. And I don't know the sales. I don't know the stream numbers. Mm-hmm. But if those numbers start to go down, it's going to force him to shift. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. If that's, that's maybe the that's the what thing.
0: the studio is for. You know, I don't know exactly how he's utilizing the studio. I don't know if it's only for his own shows or what. I, I, I would it's, assume it's not.
1: I
2: don't know. If I think I doubt it. The
0: best way we can,
2: especially representation, is if you want to see something different on the screen, then you got to get some people different behind the camera.
1: And that's what that's, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I said, if anything in the world, if this doesn't change it, then I don't know what will. But the way people have feel like I feel like universally people have caught on to like how bad his work can be. For those who who even like liked him as a person and his speech and how empowering it was, even those people were like, yo, Tyler, that this shit is not good. And I didn't watch it, I'm not speaking my opinion. Mm. But I think like with the consistency being so widespread and, you know, a lot of people just like to just rag on something, period, even if they yeah. didn't see it themselves. Yeah. I think if anything can make them change, it could be this thing.
2: I think it's a brilliant plan as far as how he, he came into the business, right? I mean, he, he hooked mm. a, a whole group of people. Mm. And they've been riding with him from from then on, right? right? But, again, at some point, where's the responsibility lie for you as a content creator? And I know for me, I choose to make films that speak to people where they are so that we can start to expand that thought process.
1: And I feel that a thousand percent. And that's what I was most conflicted about because I'm the same way. My worst fear as an artist is being cliche or corny. Like if I, it takes me forever to present something because (laughs) I have to, like I'm very rarely impressed with something I make, like right the first time I make it. So that's how I know how you work. But like I'm conflicted because I know also as an artist it is hard enough to get people to pay for art. So when they finally do start paying, you want to make sure that keeps happening no matter what. You got to
0: ride them a so decoy. Like,
1: <laughs> you know that oh, is? That's, that that's insecurity. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm, I'm conflicted about the whole thing. I hate everything. I shouldn't say hate it. Right? <laughs> I hate defense, a too. lot
2: of, you know, I look at my work and can catch all the flaws that are right. there. And so, you know, and I... Talk to does about the half guys. Okay. Um, and so besides, <laughs> besides the wigs, besides, besides the wigs. perspective right and so like I, like I said before you know you have to have a balancing act um, you know because there are some people that are completely opposite everything they make is great and they can't see the flaws in anything Tyler Perry
1: so you know <laughs> perfect. it's perfect blacks will love this that's what he says out loud the blacks will love this um, y'all got to start We Perry. had a mm-hmm. um, comment, I think, about Tyler Perry, and then I wanted to ask the last um, question.
3: Yeah, so how do you know, first of all? Because I feel the head audience head. inside Santola me. Tola Jones <laughs> said, concerning Tyler Perry, the issue of having all your hands in the pot, writer, director, producer, et cetera, causes you to lose objectivity. Sometimes this is seen in his work, which is basically, you know. A lot of times seen in his work. That's for sure. what y'all already said. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, so, with that in mind, um to what extent? So you talk about somebody like Tyler Perry or Oprah Winfrey, who you say, like, should, and I agree, who should be more concerned about, you know, supporting the community because they have the wealth to do that. Um, but to what extent should we support, like, black art and entertainment? Do you believe in supporting black work, even if you're not even actually interested in the product? Even if you know the quality isn't there 100 percent, do you believe in still, like, supporting it? Or you I give everybody just... a shot,
2: right? Um... I, I'm i going to use like restaurants, for example. Mm-hmm. right? I will go to a, a Black-owned restaurant, boom, have a good experience, whatever. I'll try it again, have a good experience. But what we have a lot of people do is they go one time. They ain't got their stuff together. And right. immediately, oh, see, this is why we don't support Black businesses, That's this just of conversation. And program. they, but you don't do that when you go to a white business. When you go to a white business, you Some give them, you know, give them right. an opportunity. Oh Star no, Wars I, I, I know. But I couldn't could mose the fuck
0: off. I couldn't mose the fuck oh, off. Oh, Moses,
3: disgusting! What? Never clean up that little bar.
1: Uh, I don't be looking at all that, bro.
0: Moses, bro, Mose didn't give me good customer service one time. Them niggas is dead to me.
3: No, <laughs> no <laughs> like five dollar Best Buy.
0: That's, they fucked up.
2: I had a recent incident with Best Buy. I paid for a warranty. Um, when I went back to, to exchange the product, they said they didn't have it in the exact product in stock. I went to the shelf and found the exact product. Oh, cool. The only thing that was different was they changed the SKU number. Oh, no. Bottom.
0: That ain't my problem. <sighs> that's what I
2: said because I paid for the warranty. Just exchange it like it's the same thing, right? The only thing that changes, you know, they told me that, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. We can give you a credit. blah blah. I said, okay, that's cool. Not in that, not in that calm tone either, Um, but yeah, you can catch his fade outside. (laughs) No, but um, but I said okay. But I spend a ton of money in Best Buy, right? A ton of money. So I'm not spending any money with Best Buy anymore. The point is that if you want something to change, you have to do it with your dollars. Now I'm only one person, Mm -hmm. right? But if enough of us stop doing right when we're treated wrong in a place and stop supporting but we don't most of us continue to go back and fight the system try to fight their system you know how many times you don't got something Mm. from someplace and you still in the same spot giving them your dollars? no quick
1: ran on facebook and then you right back in there
2: right and right right back in there so no we have to start being more selfish with our dollars right and if we want our businesses to succeed we have to be willing to give that opportunity mm-hmm. to other to our own people, right. right? If I would rather give a black business a second chance than give Best Buy a
3: second chance, they give a white business the first chance. <laughs> if possible, <laughs> is there a black owned What are you buying? You're buying electronics. Is there a black owned electronics store though? I mean,
2: I don't know one here. I, I don't know. I'm, I, listen, I've been dealing with the devil after you know, Amazon. <laughs> Uh, after, oh, yeah. after, after, after um, Best Buy, like I just, you know, you, you find other ways to get what you need, but um, I'm not going back to Best Buy. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's just what it is. It was overpriced in the first place. They always, everything overpriced. Why did you decide Best Buy
3: versus buying online? You just like
2: to see what they do. I am a, uh, listen, my wife will tell you, I go into Best Buy and I come out with stuff when I didn't even need any.
3: That's exactly what they want. That's your toy store. Yeah, that's my
2: toy store, right? And so I go in there and you know buy movies or camera gear or GoPro or drone or whatever. I'm going in there. Like, they got me.
1: I ain't never went in the store and came out with a drone. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen, I I, I, bought three drones from Best Buy. Three oh, sure. and crashed every last That's
3: one. That's the one you tried to return. <laughs> like, we ain't got no this. one, we ain't
2: one this. flew. <laughs> no, I was trying to check a record, uh, 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 controller for PlayStation One for my son. Oh. But like one drone flew away. I went and bought another one. The other one crashed until the end. crazy stuff. <laughs> but I think for supporting black businesses, we have to be willing to to give our own people the benefit of a doubt. Because just like you're starting a business and you might not have all your stuff together and you want somebody to, to listen, be a little patient with me while I'm trying to get that together, right? Now in the same breath, you can't be the owner of the business with all this <laughs> attitude like, just eat just eat the ribs. Just eat the ribs the way it is. How, How it isn't is when you
3: know Brooklyn, Jamaican, um yeah. in the spots like they really don't care. They don't care. And it's not just Jamaica, I'm just saying like it's, they really don't care about customer service. Right. In certain areas.
2: But you, like, but you will be like, okay, well, I ain't coming back here. Yeah. Sometimes the
3: chicken be so. But good. sometimes the chicken be so good, you be
2: like, I know, I know, foo foo, but just give me the chicken. Right, yeah. right.
1: But that, and then more important than anything, just have your ducks in a row, man. If you actually out here calling yourself a business, and I know the, the saying the word business is such a hot word right now. Everybody likes to say I got my own business. Da 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 da. But like, make sure you got everything in order. Because me, you was talking on the phone about people start these things and. Not even have like an LLC, for example, to just protect themselves in case something goes wrong. You sure. come out here just out here selling food, somebody mess around, get food poisoning, get sick, come for your stuff. Grand opening, grand. You rose. know what I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: And since you didn't have the LLC set up right, I'm going to sue you for your house, right. your car, and any wages that you might have access to. Right. Give me the give me the baby rings and the number one mom pigeon. <laughs> <ending. Right? laughs> <laughs>
1: They want to know. If they don't
3: have an LLC, that's on them, though. I mean, that's not going to stop them from be, giving you great
1: service. No, we're saying... No, like, but just protect yourself. Yeah, like protect If you're
2: yourself. a sole proprietorship, you're opening up your whole personal finances yeah. to being sued. Yeah. If you have an LLC, they can only... And and the other part about that is, is there can be no commingling of funds. So, some people get an LLC... But they put all their money in one bank account. You just voided your LLC. Right, right.
3: So how long do you have to do that before it's voided? Because uh, you know, I'm just asking for a friend. Do it. And
1: just a friend do it. <laughs> just just get, the just, next hour. just get a separate bank account.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: It can be at the same bank. And yeah. a lot of times a That's lot of banks, pain. when you have one account, they will be gladly open you a business yeah. account. And then you can pay yourself that way. You can transfer, you can write yourself a check, all this other stuff. But take care and take, keep your business funds in one account, yep. your personal funds in another account, and don't mingle the two. If you need to pay yourself, then pay yourself. And then pay your personal, out your personal account.
1: Write a whole check to yourself. Yeah, do yeah, what you need to the, do. Yeah, just have your stuff in line, man. And just make sure you can fulfill the promises you're making. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught in the moment. And that's part of, like, you know, right now, you can write a small mini business plan just so you know what you're willing to do. Because... I'll tell you, and the beautiful thing about starting your own thing is, like, once you catch this fire, like, it happens quick. And when you do what you're supposed to be doing and people start, you know, paying that's attention.
2: Healthy. People people not ready for the scale
1: up. That's right? what I was just about to say. Yeah. You, you got to scale everything. Because yeah. when it hits, like, you keep saying that you wanted to hit. But, yeah, go. you got to be
2: prepared for that because what's going to happen, and I hate keep using restaurants, but that's the most common thing you see around here. That people who, it's nothing worse than you got a popping spot. Right. But they always out of food, bro. Right. They always out of chicken. When you come to the spot, they all you serve is chicken. But <laughs> you out of chicken. I know it's happened. it's happened to me. No jerk chicken. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me <laughs> that this all you serve is chicken? That's correct, sir. And out of all the things sideways that you serve, you're out of the main thing you known for. That's correct. Why are you still open?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Letting Sorry. people in the door. Right.
2: You letting people it's inside. Right. Now I'm pissed because I came in. It's
3: stressful.
2: And think about jerk chicken. Now,
1: when I tell my friend, because this is what happens, yeah. you tell your friend about Get there it. Early. <laughs> 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 um, you know, so stars so, um, Jamaican restaurant ran out of chicken, girl.
3: What? I've never come there cool. in my life. My name on it. <laughs> so the said, "Concerning black businesses, people should also be willing to pay the price for the services and goods without trying to haggle them down." Ooh, yeah, well, you, you ain't
0: never haggled. Please never do not lie.
1: ask people. This. Let, me, Let
3: me. I don't have one, but I can't stand. <laughs>
0: I can't stand seeing Negroes do it
1: though. Bro, it's <laughs> aggravating this shit. And the first thing you go to Walmart you with, and you pay whatever they
2: put on. You the ain't the never in your life been Walmart uh, for
1: a discount. That shit. When you ever go <laughs> for a but discount? Yeah, shit, shit. Let it be
2: the last
0: one.
1: No, it should not be,
2: be different on services. Here's the thing, and I'm a service industry, right? Mm. But you don't know the ins and outs of what it takes. Most people, okay, for, photography friends, perfect example. People talking about the photography.
1: Go ahead, People Dad. think that. <laughs>
2: I'm about to It's the truth, though. When you show up, I take pictures, and you think that that's the end of the day. That's job. not it. Oh, you up. took the pictures? Okay, I can get the pictures, and we're good. No, I got to take those pictures back. I gotta edit those pictures. I gotta load them in. I gotta catalog them. I gotta—you're not getting all the trash pictures. I take a hundred pictures to give you one good or whatever that that instant is. So it's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. You all right? Y'all right? To make it right.
1: Because people do that all the time. People just say. "Can you?" People literally hit you up 30 minutes before an event. Yeah. Like, can, you can't take, take some pictures. Or they know you're coming to the event. Hey, can you bring your camera with you? Oh, to,
2: yeah. oh, oh man. I, I, that's over why over. I stopped. No, no offense <laughs> to anybody out there. But that's why I stopped going to events. All offense.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I stopped going to events. Because the people all knew I. You. Know, they don't want to hire me. Oh, but th- no. but they, take a couple
3: they pictures. at least they wanted to pay you at the last minute. No, no, they're not no, talking, they're not not talking about that. paying they're at, like at all. They be, be like, you, going, you
2: coming out tonight? Yeah, I'll be out
3: there. Can you bring your camera?" No, for no, no, oh, well, what? Why you want
2: to learn about cameras? I no, even even that cost. I'm sure even that costs because I teach at Midlands Tech. FYI If you want if you want to take a class, got class. So you teach
3: that class? Okay. Yeah, I teach
2: photography and videography at Midlands Tech. I had no idea
3: that was you. I would've changed my whole plan.
1: Like, come on I'm down. i <laughs> <laughs> never suggested anything in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, But the whole fact that you bring your camera out in the first place is a whole liability. Because if I come to your event, I don't know what kind of event it is. People in there dancing. Somebody, somebody knocked shooting. my shit over. <laughs> I didn't say shooting. Well, man. I
2: have insurance. so but still, th- that's a whole thing. It's, it, it is a, it's a pain. I actually was on a shoot one time and somebody actually knocked my camera over. You on on the shoe, well, I wish I could, but I was in my fanatic production shirt, and oh, so okay. the business would have been liable. So I handled it as a businessman. That I label to off. People, man. and I was like hit the prayer hands, son. <laughs> I'm i I'm a, I'm a need. Like, yo, son, <laughs> I'm a need you to take care of this because your people's, you know, and he, yeah. and 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 the, the owner of the business, he took care of it. He was a real G. He was like, yo, oh, don't What's up, but. You always have these kind of instances, especially if you go into a club. You show up and you're doing print on the scene, or you're doing something like that. It's always you're taking a risk.
1: You're always taking a risk. Absolutely, so man. You get that insurance too. You protect so, yourself. Mike,
3: you
1: got insurance? do my camera, yeah. After all the nonsense I have with my Nikon, remember I told you I bought a Nikon from. Uh, I bought a camera from Nikon and it came in broken. Mm. We don't get into that. Yes, I got insurance. Um, anyway. I got all heated on the thing, so y'all can't see it. I'm saucing all over the microphones. What I'm doing? Okay. So, we gonna get into the black business shout out. I'm sure Will's gonna have you shout out your own business.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and shout out your business, man.
2: Yeah, shout out uh, <laughs> the fanatic uh, productions. <laughs> that's my business. Word
1: up. You wanna give like a quick. Two
2: Instagram. Yeah. Instagram How to contact is Fanatic Productions. Contact me at productions at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, www.fanaticproductions.com com. all across. If you is fanatic with a K, not with a C. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we Can do say, videos, photography, um, short films, music videos, all that, all that good stuff.
1: So I was in one of this man's films, short films. It's called Pieces by a amazing friend, mutual friend of ours, Miss Sandra. Um, Absolutely. watching this man work, and I was just an extra. I mean, I was just, I was a star. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I was the extra. Um, but just watching this man work and just make everybody so comfortable because it was a long day. We got together like hella early, <laughs> and it was an entire thing. And we was on this damn bus. It was a it was just just a bus. Uh, actually, actually a shuttle. Really? Yeah. Um, the entire day, and the way this man just makes people feel comfortable and just explain stuff and. The way he just have operated his crew and was like, yeah, I need to get that one more time, or and that was the first take Drake, you know, that one's cool, and just like, made everything just flow so easily, bro, and made our good friends' um, vision come to life on camera. i am telling you, excellent work, man. If y'all need work done, videography, photography, whatever, I don't vouch for a lot of photographers, because y'all know I do photography, and I, I'm very critical, but this man got you, I, I promise you that. And I appreciate that, thank you. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. I always think about the way you told me how professional he was. I love I was him. like, I was in, in awe, just bro. Their thing for a while. It's, it's a very
1: like the the level of comfort that you had just. Like, you know, you it came do from seeing a lot of. I,
2: I was on a bad set once uh-huh. um, as a PA. It was actually it was the first thing I was doing as a PA. and A friend of mine got me the job, and it was for this like 48 hour film festival. And it was it was terrible we were staying in a terrible hotel oh. like they were treating us bad like it just wasn't very organized and we sat down and I was like we can do this so much better that's when you get and inspired I, we were we were inspired and that's where it was like yo know, from now on when we do short films we're going to treat people a certain kind of way there's a certain level that we expect <clears throat> and you know that's you know even paying folks at, to show up or Uh, feeding them or making sure that everything is explained and they understand what type of day it's going to be. That's what I'm saying. Um, You know, as as the director, I get to cut jokes and and cut up because I I hire folks that know their stuff. and So I don't have to be over them going, no, 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 this is overexposed. I don't have to do that. You know, and that's another thing, partnering with people that you know know their stuff. So that you can learn, they can learn from each other. You're you're you both growing together. If you're not gonna do that, uh, if you're all just learning at the same level,
1: don't why you grow? You know,
2: there's nobody. There's no way for you. You need to be with people that will challenge you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, to, to, to grow and expand. So.
1: Absolutely, man. We appreciate that, man. Appreciate y'all, appreciate man. Sure, this
2: man. is uh, this is this is nice. It's the only sec- the only second time I've ever been uh, actually interviewed like this, so. It's
1: really? The most it's the most important time though. So Yeah, this most important. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. We're gonna get into the thirst of the week real quick. You wanna pull her it up? It's, see see if, it, if it's my thirst of the week. He don't go through the effort of already setting up the Instagram and so everything.
0: Your oh, oh no!
2: That's yes. your thirst and then he puts <laughs> it. Right, was yeah. This
1: What's is your my name? thirst of the week. Yeah. This is Miss Shameless Maya on Instagram. She is um Maya's World. Uh Shameless Maya. Uh her name her real name is Maya Washington as a creative producer, artist, and you social. Gonna, you gonna let me get her up first? Oh, we gotta talk. Why are you doing the thing? Are you gonna sit in silence? All right, everybody yeah. be absolutely quiet and make it awkward for Will while he... we get to breathe heavy? <laughs> you can do that <laughs> if you want to.
0: Find <laughs> a good person. That's how I do, anyways. You can't right? really see <laughs> her face in that one. Right. Better, better. Better. I'll knock your little ass out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> let me move out. That's the First yeah.
0: time I ever heard nobody
1: yeah. call you little. Exactly. I <laughs> thought like, you know it's a lot. There you go, go get that one. Oh, that's a video. My bad.
0: See? That's video too. All the is are. Wait, wait. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's a. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Video. Here, here we go. There you go. All right,
1: that's a pretty good picture. She's got Star's glasses on too. That's weird. They got the same glasses? Star
3: Hold has on, her glass. the same glasses. Oh. As Seals. I My the bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm in good company. My
1: a there we go. Oh, honey. I'm walking well, with the screen was on the side. I can't really see. Okay, but so, oh, oh, she's cute. Maya <laughs> Washington is a creative producer, artist, and social media personality who shares stories and tips on exploring your interests and ambitions unapologetically. Uh, she is also an actress, seasoned photographer who has worked with people like Prince, and frequently collabs with our other favorite, Shan Booty. Yay, she um, but Yay, she mostly can. talks about celibacy in Which relationships. So different yeah. from what? <laughs> <laughs> right, Celib- celibacy
2: <laughs> in relationships?
1: Yes. No. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now, baby. <laughs> don't even try it. What you mean? Don't, my don't my, my wife been 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 monitoring it. Don't get no ideas. That's oh, listen, <laughs>
1: listen. Hey, check out <laughs> Maya. She can give you some good tips. She yeah. doesn't just talk about navigating it though. Like just. We had a podcast about celibacy here. Mm. And it um, was a really funny part because the guest, um, Miss Latonya.
3: Who put the an angry emoji? Who put the angry <laughs> Golly.
1: Yeah. Remember when Latonya said um, she told the boyfriend that she was dating at the time that she wanted to be celibate? And he, like, hung up on her. <laughs> that's, like, a,
2: that's a normal reaction. What do you
3: mean? We ain't got nothing else to talk you. terrible. <laughs> we ain't got nothing to you, <laughs> you. said what? <laughs> you said <laughs> that's Dad said I got three kids for a reason. Yeah.
1: But no, she's just very, very dope and just talking about just being your whole self and not apologizing for it. And just doing what you want to do. Um, She has different tips on, not tips, but just videos about that. Uh, She does do like tech tips videos on how to like shoot good YouTube videos and stuff. How to make money with YouTube. Nice. Um, And like I said, Shan, we already know Shan is dope. And so they have really good conversations. So she's a
3: good people, man. Listen, I I don't have my thirst of the week. What? Do you, what? This is the official eats. thirst of the weekend. You had a thirst for the oh, year. is gonna be chocolate first of all. That's fine. We like chocolate too. The candy. Mm-hmm. I want tay Noir. I want. Okay.
1: You know, you know who that is? I think so. I think. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Um, before <laughs> no, I agree to before oh, you she, agree. She chocolate. I oh, want Tay Noir. Okay. I G model. I want um, okay. Courtney, Courtney B. Sanders. Uh, okay, we
0: got two minutes. Thank y'all for watching the show. <laughs> you
3: oh, ready oh, to sign? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. to shut down the female voice. Okay, that's uh, exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> i own it. okay. are trying to
1: kill it. Oh, shit. I gotta look her up. Anyway, oh, she's just butt naked in the first of the pictures that come up. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's beautiful. She mm-hmm.
3: oh, that is chocolate.
0: Oh, we that gonna talk about that after the show. We gonna talk about that after the show.
3: All right, stay right. tuned for cultivating Ignorance after hours. After yo, the yo. hours, <laughs> we are so overdue for another sex idea. episode. We <laughs> haven't really talked
1: about sex that much lately. We need to get that on.
3: Well, on that's on what TV. my podcast is going to fully be about. Fully, <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'll be the first guest. That's fine. Oh, all right, <laughs> we want to thank y'all for joining us this week. <laughs> <laughs> <right. laughs> um, appreciate y'all.
0: Yeah, thank you again Dad, yeah, thank you, for Dad, joining Dad, us. Yeah, for the knowledge, Thanks the for nuggets, the jewels. Uh, don't forget to sign up for our Patreon. Yes. Uh, Patreon.com slash Yes. Yes. Don't
1: look at me for validation. <laughs> <laughs> I, say it
3: right? I, have <laughs> I have been to the site. I have been to the site.
0: Um, don't forget, we'll uh, start dropping exclusive content. Uh, it's tiered, so if you want sponsorships, Mm-hmm. Things like that. Uh, you can sign up for those different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, advertise your black business. Mm-hmm. Uh, your black business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can choose choose some. <laughs> uh, we're trying to get to twenty five patrons, so if you can help us out, five dollars, whatever, it'll be very helpful and very appreciated. So, absolutely, uh, thank y'all for joining us on this lovely episode, and we'll see y'all soon.
3: Y'all love y'all.
0: Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye, bye. 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 Gotta, bye. Gotta do it like a white girl. from <laughs> It goes to Carolina. Bye. Goes <laughs> to Carolina. Uh. So-